We've got some hey, I'm Louise, and I'm Louise, and you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. That's right, guys. Today, how to overcome the relentless challenges business owners face. <gasps> This is beautiful. Wouldn't you like to know that? Because yes. I know I do. I know I do. We have been, been business owners for about five years now. And, With plenty uh, of challenges. Plenty of challenges. <laughs> we talked about them in the show, and I'm sure like today we're going to dive in. So that's yep. why we're so excited. But before we get started, please, guys, go ahead and subscribe. Hit the subscribe button of the Content is Profit podcast and follow us on social media. Uh, we're happy to chat with you guys over DMs at BizBrosco everywhere. That's right, guys. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, please don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. So guess where we met today's guest? Shocker. At a conference. That being said... Today's guest is a total badass, and not only in life, but in business and the publishing space as well. Fun fact, his podcast was the first one we were invited to. You could say he popped our podcast cherry. <laughs> With a 15-year career as a police officer and a member of the SWAT team, <clears throat> total badass, you better believe he's a badass. <laughs> but what happens when someone like like this person decides to focus on helping others succeed in their own lives and businesses? Well, we'll discover that pretty soon. He helps business owners get clear, focused, and get results in both their personal and professional lives. He helps them overcome the relentless challenges that that they face every single day. Mm -hmm. But what is his most impressive achievement? His marriage and being a father of three. That's pretty awesome. Guys, please welcome the tactical businessman, incredible husband and father, and someone you don't want to mess up with, Mr. Garrett Bay. Let's go. That was awesome. I love it. I love it. Hey, in those midday naps are called a siesta. And it's okay. That's right. <laughs> I know. That's uh, we learned that is in, in what, is it, what do you call it? like we is a must do for some of us. <laughs> I, I, I need my mine is super quick. My naps are twenty minutes, no more. Because if it's more than twenty minutes, I'm like groggy. If it's less, I actually don't get it. I don't get to rest at all. I found out 20 minutes is the, the perfect amount of, of time for me. Do you do you take the siesta? No, I do. I call it meditation. Oh, <laughs> look at that. That's good. There you go. I just fall asleep sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Well, Garrett, dude, thank you so much for uh, coming onto the show. We're extremely excited to have you here. Extremely, obviously, thankful uh, that you put some time for uh, for us and, and chat a little bit about what you do and how you can help people and especially us. <laughs> because we're taking notes here. <laughs> we are. Sure. We got. We got the. This is our excuse. We bring people to the podcast, right? So we can just get this one hour, take a bunch of notes. Um, we we tell some people often, it's like, hey, you know, like, even though obviously we want to help the people on the other side, sometimes we do this this podcast for a little of a selfish reason, so we can learn from all of you guys. There you go. Yes, for those always learning. Yeah, always learning. For, for those listening, he just shut up a little pad. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's I think that's a really good action point. You know, whatever you're like listening or learning, just like take some notes, and uh, there's always a value in there. So Garrett, like, 
why don't you start sharing a little bit of who you are, where you come from, like from SWAT team and police officer to now live tactical experience and all this stuff for business owners. I'm excited. All right, uh, I'll give you the abbreviated version. So again, great intro. Uh, yes, I was a police officer in the Phoenix area for 15 years, and uh, it was a great career that I had. I had the, the opportunity to work a lot of different assignments, the SWAT team being part of them, uh, working narcotics, working undercover, and uh, it, it was good for me and my professional life, but what it was really bad for was my personal life. Um, and a lot of business owners can relate to this because there are no set hours. There's no set schedule. Mm. There's no, hey, I'm going to be home in time for dinner. Uh, sometimes you start work at three o'clock in the morning and you end at two o'clock in the morning. And it was just a lot of randomness. And for me, I was focused on my business, my professional life and helping that grow. And it was growing and it was doing really well. But at the same time, I was neglecting the reason why I was working. And that mm. was my family. Yeah. And it got to this point where, um, you know, we were at the lowest of lows, which a lot of men get to. And it's, They, they get so distracted by business, by the reason why they're, there's, you know, in business to begin with that they start to sacrifice those things, their family, so on and so forth. And uh, we got to the point where we just didn't see eye to eye anymore. And I like to use this phrase, we'd become roommates with a ring. In other words, mm -hmm. yeah, we saw each other in passing. Like I would work at night, I would show up in the morning, then she would leave and go to work during the day. And we just kept doing that and we had no relationship left. And So you get to that point where you're like, oh, well, this isn't going to work anymore. Let's do what everybody else does. And that's get divorced, right? That's the best mm. option. And we started to go down that path. And I realized that that wasn't really what I wanted, right? And the most powerful question that anyone can ask, whether you're a business owner or not, the most powerful question you can ask yourself is what do I want, right? And asking myself that question, I realized what I really wanted was to have a successful marriage. What I wanted to have was kids who wanted to be with me and play with me. What I really wanted was also to be uh, successful inside of, of my business, my professional life. Yeah. And I was like, well, how come nobody's talking about that? They either talk about like Gary Vee, who's hustle and grind. Like, I don't think that guy ever sleeps. Or, <laughs> yeah. or the other side of things like, hey, just get a job, work nine to five, turn off your phone at five and then just, you know, hang out with your family. Yeah. But there's this constant struggle because what do you want? You, you want both of them, right? So why can't you have both of them? And so I started to explore that path and it took a few years to figure it out. But I, I took a lot of the training and experience that I had in the police force and, and combined it inside of some of the other things that I'd learned. Like you mentioned, we met in a seminar, the different seminars that I've gone to events and so on and so forth. And came up with this program that worked for me. And yeah. in the process, I realized that there were a lot of other people that were struggling with the same thing. And they started to approach me, hey, can you help me? Hey, what do you do about this? Hey, how do I do this? And and I realized that uh, my love and desire for helping people inside of police work, it kind of waned a little bit and it transitioned over to helping people inside of their personal and professional lives. And that's kind of when that happened. It was about three years ago. Um, I, I left left my career at the height, you could say. I was having a, a, great, a great game, had a great time, but uh, it was time to transition to something new. And uh, that's where I'm at today. I created the uh, Tactical Businessman, who's, and the sole purpose of that is to help you have it all, to help you be professionally on point and at the same time have a personal life that means something. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wonderful story. I mean, that's powerful. That That is very powerful, especially because uh, you came from a career that, you know, it sounds like you really loved and you were very mm -hmm. passionate. You're still probably very passionate about it. But then you sat down and you basically listed out your priorities and what's more important to you. And you're like, I need to figure out a way to make this work. And uh, I feel like in like 
us as entrepreneurs, that is a very hard question to to ask or even answer. Uh, I know personally, I've been going through that. Uh, also, because you know, on the initial phases of growing the business, uh, we might have to work a lot of hours. So it's like, where's that balance? How do we? Is our partner even like good with us doing that? How can we explore that possibility with them? So I, I feel like your story resonates big time and I'm sure it's going to resonate with a lot of people starting their business and, and, and on the show. Uh, so thank you for sharing that powerful story and I can't wait to dive in a little bit more. Yeah, I, I love the transition into something new even because a lot of people are like, yeah, I transition, but it's usually when they are unhappy with what they were doing before. But you're like, I transition even though you love what you were doing, you know, which is, is it... It's powerful because you also mentioned, you know, you ask yourself, what do you want, right? And you wanted that family that, you know, having a life with your family as well. So, you know, giving up something for, you know, for what you really love and what you really want is certainly is difficult. I don't think everybody are able to do it or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people are just not willing to ask <laughs> the right questions, right? And then come up with that conclusion because I think... When you're hustling like Gary Vee, and I'm not saying this might be a Gary Vee situation, but like usually when we just hustle, 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 we don't have time to actually sit down and think, right? So that's why I'm not a big fan of, of the, the hustle community. I'm a big fan of, yes, you got to work hard and work smart, but not hustle nonstop. But something that you said that I, I really, you know, like resonated with me was neglecting the why. And I say this because when I started... Biz Bros, when we started Biz Bros, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to do it so I can have that, that freedom to travel, to just move around and all this stuff. And then I look back, how often have, have I done that, right? In all these years, just once, right? So I was like, huh, like that's interesting, right? And I think right now with our new team members, I, I've been trying to find that new balance, if you want to call it that way. But I think I've been aware that I've been neglecting my why. So the way you said it, it was, it was actually pretty enlightening, if you call it that way. So how, like, what are some of the, like, how do you start to identify that, right? Even if you were, like, happy in that position, right? But how do you start identifying those things, right? And sometimes we're, like, so into what we do that, you know, stepping back two, three steps might be really challenging. Just like that simple action of like stopping and, and looking around. So how do you how do you identify that moment in life? Great question. A uh, couple of things I want to hit first. The first uh, you guys keep talking about it is balance, right? And and anybody who tells you that there's balance in life is lying to you. There is never balance. It is constantly trying to balance, right? Mm. Because as you know, when you start off a business, you're going to be spending a lot of time working. It just, that's the reality of running a business. We all love to have the Tim Ferriss life working four hours a week on a laptop on a beach. It's not going to happen for 99.9% .9 of people. That's okay, right? Um, so balance doesn't exist. What, what, what does matter in that whole situation is being present, right? Mm -hmm. If you can allow yourself to be present at work and only at work, then it allows you to be present with your family and only your family at home, right? Where we struggle a lot as, as business owners is you, you have a fight with your wife or your kid did something stupid and you're, you're aggravated or whatever. What happens when you're at the office? Like that's the only thing you're thinking about is, man, I'm going to sleep on the couch tonight or oh, I forgot to take out the trash, whatever it is. And then you can't focus at work. And then so you don't get your work done. And so what happens yeah. at home? You're thinking about work at home. You know, it's just a constant losing battle. So what I tell people is the most important thing is there is no balance. 
Just be present. Like your kids don't want you to play with them all day long. That's okay. But the time that you're at home, like you have to be present, which allows you then to be present at work, right? That's the important thing. Now, when, when we're looking at the grand scheme of things, that was the biggest thing that I struggled with was this idea in, in, in police work and the military, they call it situational awareness, right? You don't just blindly walk into a situation and just be like, okay, like here I am, let's go, right? What do they spend months and sometimes years doing? It's becoming aware of what's going on in the environment, right? So when they walk into a city, for example, they know, okay, hey, the enemy likes to be in these certain areas or they like to do these certain things. And so now they're aware of what's going on. So when they walk mm. in there, it's not they don't get blindsided because they're aware of what's happening, right? Very easy. Like if I ask you guys, how many red cars did you see on the way to work today? Wait, how many red cars did we see where? On the way to work. On the way to work. I have no idea. Probably, right, you, probably a couple, red, but no idea. Right. But if you would have been looking for red cars, you would have seen them. It wasn't that they weren't there. You just didn't Makes see sense. them, right? The same thing when it comes to your relationship with your wife, same thing with your kids, is you have to become aware of what's going on in their life and what their needs are, right? So when you when you asked me, like, what was the biggest shift in my relationship? It was becoming aware of what was happening in, in my personal life. Like, there was my wife has a life, right? She has dreams. She has goals. She has desires. I have to pay attention to those and allow her to be able to fulfill those because what does that do for me? Well, she's more fulfilled. She's more happy, which then she feeds more into the relationship for me, which allows me to be more fulfilled and more happy. And it's this back and forth thing. So uh, it's the same thing at work though, is the question that we start off with is what do you want? Right? Um, I know you guys are really heavy into content and content is amazing. I know we'll talk more about it, but just throwing out content and seeing what sticks is is absolutely worthless, right? You're wasting your time. So what do you want with the content? Do you want more followers? Do you want people to go to your uh, your program? You know, you're trying to get more engagement. What are you trying to do with the content? Mm. And then cater the content. I know you guys talk about this, but I'm just going to reiterate it. Cater the content to the people that you're trying to talk to and what it is that you're trying to get them to do. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I, I think you said something there really interesting about being... I love the awareness side of things, right? Because, I mean, you you said it with a very clear example. It's like, you know, when, uh, you know, full disclosure here, when we got pregnant, we had no idea. Like, that was not planned at all, right? And when you get uh, something like that, you know, I say scared don't, at don't, the time. Don't tell that to Luca. Out. Don't be like, hey, Luca, you oh, were an accident. Know. It's fine. <laughs> but it was a beautiful accident. But you start seeing babies all over the place, right? You start being aware of that situation because your future is changing, right? And uh, to me, it was to the better, right? But at the same time, you know, that episode happens to a lot of things, especially a lot of college kids that might not be on the safe side. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, the, I'm, I'm scared and I, I see babies all, all the time. So obviously for me, that was one of the things. Or when I wanted to buy my Jeep, right? I, I, I would see Jeeps everywhere because that was the thing I was aware to, right? And it's funny that we tend to do that with things that we want. The things that uh, tend to be like material things, right? And not for the important things in life that like our relationships. So I, I, I love that you brought that point home and it's like, okay, you know, if one, if one of my priorities is to improve my relationship, even though I'm married, right, and uh, I don't have to, a lot of people might think this, I might not have to compete, right, with, you know, trying to get to my wife, right, to get to married to her, 
this is where the fulfillment side of things works. Like, and it could be in business and it could be in relationships. I need to fulfill my relationship. So how do you fulfill in your relationship? You have to be aware of what she likes, what she tells you, what she, you know, do. So then you can go back and act the best way possible with her. And it works the same way with your business and your wife. So I, I love that there's so many similarities with both of them and, and that, that point of awareness. Yeah, I, you know, not long ago I read this book where the guy talked about the, and this is it, I, I think it's the scientific side of it, which is the reticular activation system, it's called, right? And yeah. it's that thing that when you're thinking about buying this new car, you start seeing that car everywhere. And it, it like you said, right, it translates to your life. If we're constantly thinking on the bad things, we're going to start seeing just negative things around us. And if we start thinking about opportunities, trying to be aware of opportunities, we're going to start seeing the opportunities. So like my brother said, I think the awareness is key. Uh, I'm just curious, you know, how, how do you build that awareness? How, how do you become aware of your awareness? That's a great question. Um, and it becomes uh, a, an, uh, an activity that you have to, it's like a muscle, right? So you have to become conscious about it. And um, in police work in the military, uh, they, they call putting yourself in a position of tactical advantage. In other words, is there a chance you're going to lose? Yes, but you've done so many things to win that the odds of you losing go way down, right? Mm. We go back to the relationship, for example. How was it that you guys got your, your wives, right? It wasn't that you just showed up and you're like, right? you're like, what's <laughs> you're like, oh, you're so awesome, I love you. No, what did you do? You bought her flowers, you took her on dates, you went on trips, you you bought her clothes. You did all of these things. We totally that- faked a Hispanic accent. That, that was one too. <laughs> I didn't fake it, dude. My mom's Puerto Rican. So I- no, that, that was, that's us. That's us. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, yeah. <laughs> but, but what you do is, is you, you become more conscious of the things. Like, again, you just start investing in her, right? And so you're putting yourself in a position of advantage. You want a more intimate relationship then invest in that relationship, right? Just like with your clients, if you want to have a better connection with your clients, what do you do? You invest more with your clients, right? Yeah. And so when you think about this, and this was really hard for me to swallow, by the way, is my wife doesn't want me to be with her 24 hours a day. <laughs> She doesn't. She likes her time for herself. Yeah. She likes her time with the kids. We have two rabbits. She likes her time with the rabbits, right? It, and that's okay. That's a good thing. The yeah. time, though, that I'm with her, then, then I'm fully present, right? So I've done these things to put myself in a position of advantage, which then allows me to be present and allows us you know, to do these different things. So whether you're talking about content or you're talking about your relationship, it's the same thing. You put yourself in a position to succeed ahead of time instead of just showing up and be like, all right, here I am. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. I, I, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Before you go real quick, I want to clarify something here <laughs> real quick. Garrett, you say, you know, our wives... For the single ladies out there, I don't have a wife. Just just throw that out there, you know? <laughs> Or girlfriend. He's completely single and available. There you go. <laughs> But he's using the tools, though. All right, back, back to the conversation, guys. Back to the conversation. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I think, I, I think this is wonderful, right? Because we talked a lot about... Uh, being in business is having relationships, right? Whatever, you know, whatever that is, either with your clients, but at the same time, I love that we're making that link with the personal life too, because mm-hmm. um, if that personal life is under control and you are having massive success there, you're going to be happier and then you're going to transmit that into your job. And I love the point that you make about 
taking care of everything in advance, right? The, the what's it called? Hold on. Uh, the tactical advantage, right? You're like, okay, let me plan this yeah. out. Let me not just throw spaghetti to the wall and see what sticks. It's like, I need to study whatever I'm doing, my market, my things, my clients. Like, how do I get to that and come up with a plan and execute? Might not be perfect. You might fail miserably, but then you learn something and then you try again, right? You plan ahead and do it. So it's funny because lately with, with our clients, right? It's like, I feel like everything has to be on the move. I have to do it now, 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 super fast. As far as like content, we got to get this thing out. Like, let's slow down. It's okay if we take like a two week to plan this out. So then we can execute on a faster pace later on and do it later. And that comes not just with content, but also with business. And I'm sure as we study different companies and high performers, I'm sure 100% like you are, right? That That's what you guys do. You study the market, you study your clients, you study your relationships, right? Even if it's your family, right? It's like, how do how can I put myself in a position where they get the most out of me? And like you said, I love the fact that the time, the two minutes, the 10 minutes, the half hour, the two hours, whatever the time you're spending with that person is with that person. And I'm guilty of not always doing that. So I love that you're saying that because it's like, okay, I, I gotta make sure that I do that. You know, like throwing the phone into the closet and uh, paying full attention to my wife. Yeah, okay. I think this is the episode I'm going to tell her to listen to because then she can, <laughs> she can be like, okay, Luis, you know, you said that on the show live, so you got to execute it. <laughs> yeah, so, super random fact here. You know, I've noticed talking about the tactical advantage. I noticed that the days I feel the most successful is the days that I plan ahead, you know, that I go into the day with a plan the night before I sit down, say I need to do this, this, this by this time. Uh, when I leave it, not to chance, but when I, when I have it in my mind, but I don't really plan it, I feel like I don't have that tactical advantage, right? And so I guess, Matt, I want to know, you know, what what do you, what is the best way to come in with a tactical advantage, whether that is, or maybe both business life related, you know, again, that balance, and I'm doing air quotations for people that are just listening here. <laughs> uh I love that. Well, that's really the foundation of everything that I do, right? Uh, we, I, we said earlier that there is no balance and there yeah. isn't, which is why it's so important every day to invest in every area, right? Mm -hmm. So every day when I wake up, there's three areas that I focus on and, and uh, I call it power, purpose, and profit. Mm -hmm. The first one is power and that's my relationship with myself, with my physical body. So every single day I spend time sweating, going to the gym, running, whatever it is. Every single day I do that. And of course, it serves multiple purposes. I'm not a doctor, releases the good hormones in the body, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, helps you look and feel good, right? The second thing I do is I set myself up for making good habits of eating food throughout the day. Now, that doesn't yeah. mean I always do. When I was in Mexico, uh, all bets were off. How do we know? But so like for me, it's, it's a green smoothie in the morning, right? So I'm setting myself physically up for success. The next area is purpose. And it's twofold. It's relationship with God or your maker, your creator, whatever you want to call him. And then your relationship with your family. So I spend time in the morning meditating, praying, focusing on God a little bit. I journal. And then I spend a little bit of time and I send my wife and my kids either uh, sticky notes or voice notes or text messages or video messages. I send them a message, a note every day and say, hey. I appreciate you for this. I'm thankful for this. Something simple, right? And if your kids are small, like Luis, your, your kid is super small right now. Yeah. It might just be a smiley face picture. Yeah. It's okay, right? But eventually he's going to start relating that to my dad gave me this, right? My yeah. kids are all teenagers now. So what do I do? I do memes. Like they just like memes. So I find <laughs> a funny meme. 
And you know, it's a silly thing. But what that allows me to do then is then focus on the last area, which is profit. And that's my business, right? And this is where, uh, Luis, where you were talking about um, every single day when you set yourself up for success, this is where I, I look at strategy and execution. What needs to be accomplished today? And then how am I going to accomplish it? Mm-hmm. So by the time eight o'clock rolls around and I hit the office, there is no doubt on what needs to happen. I already know what I'm doing it. I'm, I know how I'm doing it. And I know that my family's been taken care of. I know that I've been taken care of myself physically. So there's no chasing anything throughout the day. So yeah. that's the, I call it the P3 system, but ultimately that's the purpose is put yourself in a position to win every day. Yeah. And you can, you know, and a lot of people think that, that they need mentors or coaches. And, and of course, yeah, I'm a, I'm a coach or strategist, whatever you want to call it. But you don't need somebody like me. You just need to take these tools and implement them yourself. Right? Yeah. Where yeah. do I come in? I come in when you don't have the, the, what's the right word? You don't have the motivation to do it. I'll kick you in the balls and get you to do it. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, love it. I, I, I have a quick question, right? Because you, you talk about the P3 system and I love it, right? Uh, wait, before you go into that, I was going to ask, how do you name that system? I was going to be, is it the PPP? Is it the like P to the third? <laughs> what, what was it, right? So P, P3, I like the it. The P3 system, yeah. So because um, a lot of people, right? Like we have all these recipes going around and there's everybody has their own point of view. And like, clearly this is something that works for you. And, and like you mentioned before, people started asking. So what happens when somebody, let's say, they have they have a different system like they, they operate at a different way the schedule might not be the same right uh, we start encountering these friction points that might prevent us from executing perfectly uh, a system like uh, the p3 right what happens now like how do you recommend people to let's say they find a recipe that is is supposed to work that is is proven that works like your p3 system but then for them individually it doesn't work like what's What's then? Like, do we try more and make it work or do we find something different? What happens? Great question. Uh, the first thing I ask is another question, which is, what do you want? Love like, it. if you want balance in your life, you know, air quotes, if you want to, to physically stay on top of your body, if you want to have a successful business, then you're going to have to implement some version of a morning routine. Uh, you guys can go research, you know, all the big wigs. Tim Ferriss has that big book. I think I got it on my shelf somewhere uh, where he interviewed all the billionaires. And everything. Every single one of them has some version of a morning routine. Yeah. When I first started off, like I would get up at six, six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. Like, that was when I'd get up. But in order for me to fit in the things that I knew I needed to fit in, guess what time I get up every morning? Five. Four o'clock oh. in the morning. Ooh. Four o'clock. No, four o'clock. The first hour is all me. Um, the next hour is all gym. So by the time I hit my, my house at six o'clock, my wife wakes up, uh, we get our stuff done. You know, we do some stuff together. We get the kids up, we have breakfast, like it, eight o'clock. I'm already four hours into my day yeah. where most people are still like their second cup of coffee, trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I knew that that's what needed to happen because of what I wanted. Yeah. Right. So I'm not going to tell you that, that you need a morning routine if that's not something that you want, right? If you're cool, like life is life is chill and you're happy, you know, going to work at nine and going home at five, cool. This isn't for you. But if you're looking for that more out of life, you have to start implementing a morning routine. You have to start putting yourself in a position of advantage every single day. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, uh, I, lo I love Ooh. that because I've been trying to, I guess, find my morning routine. Uh, I, 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 I'm curious, at what time do you go to sleep? Um, about 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Okay, cool. Cause that, that's what I was trying. Um, 
and you know I, I was getting up like at at six. And I mean, it, it was it wasn't bad. Uh, I would you know get a workout, uh, read a little bit, make my breakfast, lunch, all that stuff, ready for the day, and then I'll be at the office. But I get I find myself wanting to you know do it a little earlier because of the same reason. And I think I did this unconsciously, but I was like, okay, what do I want? Well, I won't work out at night because after the day I'm exhausted. So I know I need to do it in the morning. So I need to fit it in the morning. Therefore I need to wake up early. I like to read at night. I usually don't, don't read that many like business books related. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I need to read business books. I'm going to read it in the morning. Right. So for me right now, I'm like, I would love to do that at a coffee shop before even coming into the into the business right into the into the office so i'm thinking like i need to get myself to wake up at like 5 five thirty, so i can work out have breakfast and then immediately go to the coffee shop that opens at seven and then i have two hours there for reading hopefully i want to get into writing and then i can get at the office at nine and that'll be perfect right so it's cool you know and, and i'm gonna say it is my own fault right i think assume it because I could be going to bed at 9.30, 10, but then I go to bed at 10 and I start reading and then I don't go to sleep until actually 11 and then I don't I don't get up, right? So it's funny because, ah, man, I, I could just go this far because I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm reading another book, but I, I love it. So, I love that example because, well, first, I agree that we need to ask ourselves what do I want and then see how we fit it in our life. Mm. And most of us, I feel that we skip that. We're like, oh, I want this, but then we don't ask ourselves how do I fit this in my life? Yeah, I wanna, I wanna like hone down like on this, on this question. What do you want? Because a lot of people, and and the reason I ask is because we've seen it a lot with not only the clients that we have, but with people that we've been helping. Right? It's like, I, you know, I tried this for two days and it didn't work. Right? Yep. Uh, it, it, like, wow. That's a hard try. Come on. Right. And it's like, okay, what do you really want? Right. Yeah. Do you really want to create an impact? Do you really want to create your persona? Do you really want to help people through values and stuff? And I want to bring it to the, I guess the, the, the show contest, the context, like the content side of things, because this is one of the things that a lot of people overlook big time. Right. It's like, I just gonna, you know, publish something and then magic is going to happen. I mean, how long have you been publishing? You have more than a hundred episodes of your podcast itself, yeah. right? It takes time, right? In repetition and th and that routine. So I love the fact that you bring up that the what do you want? Is is this really something that you really want? Is the impact that you want to create around you and your business really massive? So I encourage everybody to take note of that question. And every time that you get faced with like, I don't really know if this works. I don't really know. Go back. And if it's a successful case that people are having success with, go back and ask yourself, is this really what I want? Because if it's not, that's okay. But you got to accept that that's not what you want. And if it really was what you want, then go actually and execute and stick to it. So I, I love that you brought that point. And thank you for, for doing that because like, like you've been doing, Everything that is in life is also related to, to business. <laughs> Everything. I'm going to take it a step further. There's actually three questions. So the first one is always, what do you want? Right. The next question is why, mm. like, why do you want it? Right. Because again, everybody wants to be Insta famous. Everybody wants to have a million followers, everybody, everybody, everybody. But why mm. most yeah. of the people who have a bunch of followers on Instagram are broke. Just like most of the people, we're both in the ClickFunnels community. Most of the people who have gotten a two comic club award, which is they've done a million dollars in a sales funnel, are broke. Why? Because 
they did it for all the wrong reasons, right? They did it for the plaque mm-hmm. on the wall. They wanted to show that they could do it so that they could coach other people on how to coach people to coach people to coach all that stuff, right? <laughs> the but infinite ladder of coaches. Why it'll draw it'll drive you through the periods of time when you start to doubt, when you start to question, yeah. right? I like to equate it to uh, climbing a mountain. Before I give you an example, I'll give you a third question. The third question is always the last one you ask, which is how, right? If you know what you want and you know why you want it, then then how becomes a lot easier, right? I know where I'm going. I know why it matters and how I get there now. Now we can start to play with that. Um, I like to hike mountains. I do a bunch of hikes for charity and some whatnot. And uh, there's a mountain in Phoenix that's called Camelback Mountain, right in the middle of town. It's a beautiful mountain. And I like to get up there super early to watch the sunrise. And the thing about Camelback Mountain is there's not one way to get to the top. There's a bunch of boulders. You end up going left, right, kind of all over the place. But all, all, all these boulders, all these little trails, all these different routes lead one place mm. to the top of the mountain, right? So if you know what you want, you know why you want it, the how can change, right? How you do it can change, but you're still going to that same place. Right. When we talk about content, content is so important. And, and you guys know, I, I believe this. I'm almost on 200 episodes of my podcast. Amazing. Guess what? 150 of my episodes are mostly about. I don't know. Just whatever I was thinking about at the time. Right. There was no <laughs> reason or rhyme to it. If you look at I was doing lives on Facebook for two years straight. Every single day I would do a live. Wow. Now, the reps were great. But again, it was just like, hey, this is what's happening. You know, hey, you should do this. And then I'd end it. There was no purpose behind it, right? No reason why. So until I started to hone that in, like none of it mattered. It wasn't going to take me to where I wanted. Mm. This is why having a content strategy is so important. I know now that the content that I'm putting out is directed to a certain person to get them to take a certain action. That's it, right? I know that. And so when I'm creating the content, I create it ahead of time with that in mind. Like what what are they struggling with right now? in their business or in their personal life? What's consuming their minds? What's frustrating them? That's what I'm talking to, knowing that later on, I'm going to cut pieces of content out, put it out, knowing that it's going to connect with them because that's what they're feeling right now. I love it. Yeah. I I, I love this because, uh, and again, like people, the other day we had a conversation and they were like, guys, what do you really love? Because every time that you're on a guest with your show, you actually go ahead and say you love it. And it's because you are solving problems for your audience and that's a lot of people where they get stuck and like well i gotta teach this thing and i gotta get super fancy and like you keep keeping it super simple you learn something really important from publishing live for two years wow like we did 45 days and fancy couldn't even finish that right <laughs> yeah i finished the second time that's it and then we started the show but that says first a lot about you you got the reps and you you learn a big lesson right and now you can actually go back and be like okay you know this is the reason why i do this which is the second question that you told us right and how do i do it well right now you pass from the podcast right that was well oh, sorry from your lives that was what one thing and now you're doing it with your podcast and your content strategy together so you're explaining right there that the how can change and uh but it only changed when you actually recognize that those facebook lives were not taking you to the right direction and that's okay but your what or what do you want stays the same so your goal is up there and then you do it so i think this is a wonderful example for a lot of people out there that are starting to get into this thing it's like okay you want really the quick buck or do you really want to make an impact or like 
exactly. What do you want? Go ahead and do go through those three questions. Like, what do you want? Why do you want it? And then how? And then, like you said, I love that you can actually, you give permission for people to change the how. If it's not really working for you, why go through that pain? That's okay. You have the what and the why. Try something different. Yeah. Uh, relating that how to your audience. Sometimes we get a little resistant from some some of the people we're trying to sell. That probably means... <laughs> that they are not the right audience and it's like changing the how instead of just like changing your product <laughs> just go and look and change your audience <laughs> and, and look for the right customer yeah it's, it's funny that you say that because i actually have a, a new campaign that i launched uh, a few weeks ago and the the one thing that i was varying yes uh you know the copy and, and the photos and stuff but the one thing i was really watching was the audience mm -hmm. and i went with like 10 different audiences just broad audiences to see which ones would connect with the message. And it was really interesting that ones that I didn't think would connect were the ones that were commenting more, liking more, wow. clicking on the landing pages, different things. But again, I wasn't tied to, like, it has to be this audience. I just yep. knew what I wanted, which was yeah. the end game. And I said, okay, I'm willing to try all of these to see which one works. Yeah. So I have a question regarding the why, right? Because out of these three questions, and this is very personal, I think the why is the most difficult one to come up with, you know? I consider myself a person that likes a lot of things and uh, <laughs> and and I'm not talking about like material things um, but like I want to experience a lot a lot of things right and I want to help a lot of people and I would say my whys at this point right now are, are very broad right I don't and every time I hear it's like you need to have very specific whys and I've tried but it's is very difficult honestly right i don't know if it's that because of the point in my life where i'm at whatnot but i'm just curious you know how do you get to those specific whys like is there a reason uh just keep asking the question so many times you know or uh, i don't know I'm, i'm just curious honestly uh, good question so toyota back in i think it was the 70s or the 80s they um and don't ask me to say the guy's name because <laughs> But uh, they came up with this this way to to motivate their workforce, right? And what they called it was the five levels of why. And so they would ask, like, okay, so why are you doing this thing, right? And so the question would be answered, and then they would ask again, why? Then another question, you know, it would be another answer, and then they would go down to five levels of why. And what they found is that the fifth level of why, you get to this place, and now some people get there sooner, yes, but usually at the fifth level of why, you, you're super clear on the actual reason why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Right. And at first it's very difficult to answer. You know, if you were to ask me when I first got into business, well, I want to help people. Hey, you know, let's go help people. But that's not clear enough. Yeah. Right. And so I had to dig down deep enough. And there's, there's two purposes as to why I'm doing what I'm doing. One is to impact as many uh, lives of, of married business owners as I can to, to solidify not just their businesses, but their personal lives, right? And ultimately help them get what they want out of life. But number two for me, and again, this is one you won't hear anywhere. My wife was a special ed teacher for 15 years. And so we decided a couple of years ago that what we want to do is open up schools so that special ed kids can receive education on par with everybody else. Like Amazing. that's what we want to do. Yeah. And so I understand that there's a certain numerical number, which doesn't matter on you know the show, but I know there's a certain number that I want to reach in residual income that when we hit that number, guess what I'm going to go do that. Yeah. Right. And so I have a very strong reason why when I get up in the morning and by the way, I don't jump out of bed. I'm not like Jocko Willink. I don't take a picture of my watch. Like I sometimes, <laughs> I call it, sometimes I like hit my phone trying to get it to shut up. Like it happens, right? I'm human. I'm normal. Yeah. 
But it always comes back to that reason why. Like, why are you getting up so early in the morning? Why do you get on the, the you know, Zoom calls all the time? Why is it that you get on the phone? Why is it you pour so much time and energy into it? There's a reason why, right? And I know what mine is and it's super clear. So for you, it's not that you're not doing it right. There's a, a few more whys that you have to ask. But as you go through life, your whys are going to shift a little bit. Like right now, you're not married. You don't have kids. So your brother, for example... Like he's much more clear on his why because there's more on the table. There's more writing on it, right? Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't make you bad or anything. Right now, if it's broad, that's okay. Let it be broad, right? Just picture what you want to go to and the reason why that's important to you and just start going down that path. And it adjusts as you move through life. Like right now, um, if you guys know that we moved from Arizona to uh, to Boise, Idaho, why did you do that? Well, my why shifted yeah. slightly. My kids are older, which means, yeah, I know grandkids <laughs> coming <laughs> coming soon right so what i said is nobody wants to hang out in arizona in the summer it's too hot yeah so i want to go somewhere where it's not as hot and people like to hang out in the summer Beautiful. so we found yeah. them, right so the reason why kind of drove that yeah yeah that's great do you great, ever find great decision by the way because we went to boise <laughs> and in summer i know amazing beautiful i couldn't believe it i was like oh, uh, my uh, you know my wife is canadian so the second i i proposed to her like hey can't like do you ever consider going to boise maybe one year or two just to you know hang out and, and learn and you know meet people and she's like absolutely not there's a reason i live in florida from <laughs> i came from to florida from canada but it's okay we'll go on vacation we'll come hang out with you guys during the summer <laughs> because uh it's, it's hot and humid down here do you ever find Going around that, the why question, right? Do you ever find that people might forget that why? And is it because it's not strong enough? Or what are some methods for people to avoid distractions and stay focused on that why, right? Talking about either life why, business why, what are some things that people can do? Or am I recognizing that if I forget that why, it might not be a strong enough why? Yeah, that, well, that's two very powerful uh, points there, right? One is forgetting and the other one is it's not a strong why. Um, the first thing that, that I want everybody to understand is it's okay. Like if your why is not strong, that's okay. Like you're still figuring it out. It's not like one day I woke up and I was like, oh, I got it all figured out. I got life figured out. No, when my life was at the lowest of lows and I was, you know, looking at divorce and looking at, you know, all these other things. I had no idea what my why was. I had no idea why I was doing what I was doing. I had no idea what I wanted. Like it just, it was super murky. It wasn't clear. Mm. It took four to five years of constant work to start to hone that and refine it. Right. Yeah. People talk about like, we love diamonds, right? Everybody wants a diamond, right? Yeah. Do you know that coal and diamond are the same thing? The only difference between coal, a piece of coal and diamond is pressure and time. That's it, hmm. pressure and time. So we all want to shine like a diamond, right? We all want the, <laughs> but we all start as a piece of coal. What do yeah. we need? We need pressure and time, right? And so, no, you don't want to avoid the pressure. And, and yes, it's going to take time. That's just part of the game, right? And yeah. so, like for me, for example, I live life in 90-day cycles. A lot of people are like, oh, what's your, what's your you know, 20-year goal? Do you know how much changes in 20 years? Like, think of you guys four months ago. How much has changed? Oh, oh yeah. Like, oh, right? So it changes yeah. all the time. So what I say is, is you have to live your life in 20-year cycles. There's an end game that you want, and, and I always have an end game that's monetarily tied because it can be any kind of different business, but there's a monetary figure for me. But the how, like we talked about before, can change, right? Yeah. So for me, 90-day cycles, like, 
okay, we're halfway through the year. So I just started a new 90 day cycle. What is it that I want in this 90 day cycle? And I look at my relationship, I look at my physical body, and then I look at my business and I have a goal or a target inside of the every 90 day cycle, right? So I'm very focused on what I'm doing. And then at the end of the 90 day cycles, what do I do? I go back and I go, hey, did I do what I said I was going to do? Yes or no? If I didn't, well, why not? Like what went wrong? What happened? And then what am I setting up for this next 90 day cycle? So the problem that we have, especially today, and you guys know we have the attention span that's less than a goldfish, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, seven seconds or something. And we're on to the next thing. It is maintaining that focus. And that's why going back to the morning routine, why it's so important. What does it do? It just focuses us, yeah. right? Like I gave up wanting a six pack a long time ago because I knew the six pack wasn't going to work for me, right? Sure, 10% body fat would be awesome, maybe at some point. But right now, <laughs> like what's more important to me? It's playing soccer with my son. It's going running with my daughter. It's yeah. going on a bike. I want to be physically healthy so that I can enjoy life with them. Like that's what's more important to me. Yeah. Beautiful. I, I love the maintaining focus. I think actually today I was, I have this like, quarterly goal sheet that I totally neglected last quarter, I must say. Uh, Lesson learned. But I was I was looking at it and, yeah. and I have a spot there that it says like, what is my word for the quarter, right? And first quarter was discipline. I did it for this first quarter and then second quarter clearly wasn't disciplined enough to even fill that sheet up. Um, but on this one, I came back and I was like, what is my word? And I was like, focus. Because I've been trying to Since actually, since Funnel Hacking Live that we saw Dan Henry that he talked about the focus pizza, I was like, you know what? Like, this is, is key, right? Like, I cannot multitasking doesn't exist. I cannot do multiple things at a time. If I just focus on one and get it done, I feel good with myself. So instead of trying to get a lot of things done, I'm just going to try to do one and then move on to the next thing. So I've been trying to make focus that kind of like big aspect in, in my life. So... I, I don't know. I have a question rega- regarding focus. You know, how do you see it and, and what role does it play in the people that you're trying to help? You know, how, how maybe how do you see focus in the people that are trying to achieve, air quotes, balance, right? Um, it, do they have a different perspective of it? You have to shift their, their perspective, perspective towards it. Yeah, and you kind of answered it already, and they do have to shift their perspective, right? And for everybody, they have to. The, the first and most important thing in that whole game that we play called life is ownership. Like, you have to own your life. You know, a lot of us complain about, you know, I grew up in a small border town, and we were on food stamps, and my dad was a teacher working three jobs, and blah, blah, blah. I could, I could say that story all day long, but I'm not dealing yeah. with that story, right? So what makes me different from somebody who's still living on welfare in a trailer park in a small little border town? I took ownership for my life. And I said, in order for me to get what I want, it's not about the cards that I'm dealt. It's how I'm playing those cards. Yeah. And I'm going to maximize how I play those cards. Right. Yeah. The second thing, and, and you talked about this is focus, right? So what is focus? Focus is nothing more than the ability to get something done. That's like, that's all it is. Yeah. And so when we talked about the, the routine, the morning routine, uh, why it's so important is every day it refocuses you on what's important every day. Like, You guys know you don't want to go to the gym every day <laughs> who does right <laughs> so you want to go to the gym every day but it's part of your to-do list i gotta go to the gym okay what am i doing right now the, the gym that's it okay what am i doing i'm coming home donuts no 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 not donuts i'm gonna go green smoothie all right okay now now god what's my relationship with my purpose in life let me let me focus meditate on that okay my family it's just like one thing after the next thing after the next thing so by the time you get to the business side of things it's strategy and execution which is nothing more than 
what am I accomplishing today and how am I accomplishing it? And like、yeah. you said, it, it can be a little thing.、Yeah. I'm going to fix this graphic or I'm going to email these 10 clients or whatever it is. But every day you want to go home and say, I won today. Yeah.、Like、how did I win? Because、mm-hmm. I did what I said I was going to do. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty powerful.、Uh, I, I believe in that feeling of winning. You can have a to do list of 10 things and accomplish nine and then go home thinking you lost the day because you didn't do that one thing. And I think keeping the, the to do list shorter,、uh, it helps to gain that momentum, right? And we've talked about momentum, it's, it's key.、Um, and I have a question regarding this, regarding people, right? Taking these decisions and all that. Like, why do you think it's so difficult for people to change? Because a lot of us are like, I want to do this. I want to do it. I want to do it, right? I'm, I'm going to start to do it. And maybe we double here and then we don't do it for other two weeks and then we come back to it and then we don't do it again. And that doesn't say that they don't really want it, right? Like on the inside, they might be dying to, to be a certain type of person. But why is it so difficult for actually experiencing real meaningful change? That's, that's a very, very good question. And what, what I found over my life and, and the people that I've worked with is desire is only a small part of the equation. Like, it, it's only like, I can tell you guys, like, I want to make $2 million a year.、Mm. So, what? You know, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything, right? It's the action behind that desire, right? That's what leads us to change. And so, when you look at this, it, it, it's in your life, what I figured out is there's three things that you have to have in place. To help you get what you want, three things. And, and I have it in my life as well, right? Yeah. And I call it an app. Now, you guys remember the days back before we had you know, Google Maps and Apple Maps and all that good stuff. Like you'd whip out a map, right? A physical map. And how was it that you figured out where you wanted to go? You had to start where you were at, right?、Yeah. Same thing with Apple Maps. The only reason it works or Google Maps is it knows where you're starting from. That's the only way that it can tell you where to go, right?、Mm-hmm. So you need a map. The first thing, the M is a mentor. You need somebody. Who's been there before to help guide you along that process, to help guide you to that specific place? Yeah.、Um, and again, depending on where you're at, it could be a sales coach, it could be a life coach, it could be a strategist, it could be whatever it is, right? Think about you guys both played soccer, right? Yep. Yep. Well, how was it that your team was successful? It wasn't just the 11 players on the field. Well, Fonsi's team, Fonsi's team was not successful at all. <laughs> Let me tell you that. He's just jealous. <laughs> No, no, but you're right. Yeah,、uh, it, all joke aside, yes.、Uh, yeah. We had a coach.、Right. So put the strategy in place, and then you guys went and you ran the play, right? That's,、mm-hmm. So you need a mentor. The second thing is you need accountability.、Mm-hmm. Too many of us think that like, life is going to happen just because we say it's going to happen. Oh, it's so hard to do it on your own. So hard. So find a group of people that are headed your way. And that could be as part of the, the mentor group, or it could just be like you pick a few of your friends, you say, hey, we're going to do this together. We're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to do this, right?、Yeah. And the third part of that is the plan. Like you need a plan. Me just saying I want to make $2 million doesn't mean anything if I don't have a way to make it happen, right?、Yeah. So you need, a, you need a mentor, you need accountability, you need a plan. That's how you focus on actually achieving what you want out of life.、Mm. Love it. I am going to take this as the action point 100% because it is so clear. I mean,、yeah. the, the whole episode was so clear, you know, from the three questions, you know, through the P3 system to now, how do you actually implement your map strategy? Sec- we're going to call it the secret map strategy. You know, <laughs> find your mentor, find your accountability group, and then 
find a plan or, or or create a plan and that's okay you don't have to be right from this like from the start i mean we lived it through the show right at the beginning we're like what the, how are we gonna actually do this three times a week like yeah. and just like you get we're like let's just talk about what happened today and uh teach something and then you know but that might have not been the initial intent of the show but then it got us to the point that we're actually developing this amazing relationship with you guys on the other side of the screen right so <clears throat> i love it I'm going to ask you, there's like two more questions as we bring down the show, but I'm actually going to ask you like right now, what is something that they can actually execute? Because, you know, as I look at the map strategy, which is amazing, but it can look pretty intimidating, right? Because there, there's so many points in here and they might be lost uh, or we might get lost. What I is something mean, that it might take a while to find like the right mentor? Too, exactly. Sometimes. Um, or yeah, exactly. Or the right. Although I recommend you guys go for Garrett if you want a mentor. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. We we solved the first uh, issue right right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is something that people can do now? Like what what is a fast thing that they can do today to start moving to the next step? Next step. Uh, so there's a few different things, right? But to keep it simple, is is I always tell people is like establish that morning routine. Mm. Like you have to start with those habits in the morning that are setting you up for success. So again, I've got the P3 system, which is, you know, power, purpose, and profit, focus on your physical body, focus on your relationship with God and your family, and then focus on your business. But it doesn't have to be that, right? You can go research other mentors. You can go research other, you know, successful people and just establish a morning routine and stick to it. Like that's right now, if you're just starting out, that's going to be the biggest thing yeah. that's going to start to move you in that direction that you want to go in. Awesome. I love, I love it. it. I, I'm definitely, you know, I, I'm definitely gonna. No, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna try because I'm gonna succeed. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, do it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you the results, Garrett. I'm gonna be like, hey, Garrett, expect a 5 a.m. text. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now we have the mentor, which is Garrett. Now we have the accountability, <laughs> which is also Garrett with the text and uh, and me, obviously. And now we got a plan, which is get up early, go to sleep early, and get up early. Go to sleep early. I love it. <laughs> awesome, guys. If you're listening, please go ahead and, and repeat the show again and, and listen to all this amazingness and, and not just apply it with your relationships. Obviously, super important. Apply it to your business. And you're going to see that both are going to grow like crazy. And uh, I, I need to plug it. Apply to your content to all these principles, all these frameworks as super simple that you can replicate it, not just in live in business, but also in your content. Try things out. Come up with your map strategy, mm -hmm. starting with your morning routine, what's happening there. So then you can be uh, set up to success uh, for the rest of the day. Now, Gary, we obviously uh, talk about content and we want to push people to success. <laughs> we, we stop saying motivating people to success because Fonzie doesn't like the word motivation and uh, that's a whole different episode. Yes, and I, I, I feel like you agree too. <laughs> so we want to ask you this, where would you be if you did not publish? Mm, that's, a, that's a good question. Honestly, probably in the same place I was when I started, right? Because uh, especially nowadays, if you're not publishing, Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows what you do. And there's so much noise right now that, I mean, it's it's the infinite scroll, they call it, right? <laughs> like, just, just scroll through. Why? Because, like, if you're not if you're not on the news feed, you don't exist. Yeah. If you're not on you know, Instagram, on Facebook, or LinkedIn, or wherever it is that, that you're publishing, right? Obviously, where your audience is. Like if you, but if you're not there, you don't exist, mm. right? And there's obviously different strategies for doing that. But 
what, what I would recommend is is obviously to, to work with you guys and like establish that strategy so that you start to exist inside of a client's mind. They say that 90 to 95% of people are not ready to buy on the first time they see you or the first time you offer them something. So in other words, it could be a six to nine to 12 month sales process. And if you're not constantly in front of them, again, what happens? You forget about them. Yeah. So yeah, content is king. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, every single episode, I feel like everybody has that point of view and, and it's amazing. So thank you for encouraging yeah. everybody that's listening. And if they made it to this point, wow, what an amazing yeah. value packed episode. They just Like, like you heard. said before, a little kick in the balls. <laughs> a little kick in the balls. <laughs> or a JJ's if there were not. That's it. <laughs> no disrespect. Just being... We got to include everybody. No, that's right. We got to include everybody. That's right. We, we. <laughs> awesome. Garrett, where can we find you? Where can people find out more about you? Where can they learn from you? Uh, great question. Uh, I literally only have one place. I used to have about six and that didn't work either. So yeah, <laughs> learning. Uh, if you go to the tacticalbusinessman.com. Now, I will preface this by saying, women, I, I love you. You're awesome. But right now, I only coach men. Uh, there's a reason for that doesn't really matter right now, but uh, you can implement all this stuff, by the way. It's not just for men, uh, but as far as who do I work with, I work with married business owners. That's that's who I focus on. Uh, but if it's something you're interested in, you want to like to learn more, go to the tacticalbusinessman.com. I've got a, a video you can watch. Yeah, it's a little long, but hey, that's the way things are sometimes. Uh, but you'll look, go through it and you'll see, hey, this is for me or this isn't. Uh, but ultimately, what I'm trying to give you is the tools, the tactics, the techniques that you can use to create the life that you've always wanted. Vet, go check it out, guys. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. Don't leave. We have two minutes after uh, we go offline. Want to say gracias? Uh, But with that being said, guys, thank you so much for uh, staying with us. And uh, please don't forget to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on social media at Co. That's right, guys. And (laughs) if you like this and you found it impactful, don't forget to share it and and leave a five star review. Thank you.